0: everybody, my name is Rod Z and you're watching The Z-Files. We're coming to you live from beautiful sunny Orlando in the Boss Move Studios. Make sure you like, share and subscribe and support us. We love having you on here and we thank you for joining us every time we come on the air. This is the ninth episode of season one and we are so excited and we're glad you're here. If you want to support the station and the studio, you want to support this show, please Hit us on, uh, uh, give us a little bit of, you know, support uh, on Cash App at dollar sign Rod Ziga. That's dollar sign Rod Ziga. I'm here in the studio again with my main man, my producer, Bub. What's up, my brother? What's going on, Zeke? Bub, you look
1: good, man. You look, you're glowing, dog. I know, man. I I was out, you know, (laughs) my little vacation on, so.
0: Bub was on vacation, y'all. Yeah. Bub left me. Bubsy, I, "I'm sorry. I I love to do another episode, but I got to go. I got it. I got to go. Tell them where you went, Bub. Why you was gone? So
1: yeah, it was our anniversary, 17 years. We've Congratulations! Thank you, thank you so much. Woo! You know what I mean? So we rented a beach house. And, okay. You know, we were just chilling on the beach, man. Just um mm. out there. Getting our um, tan on, walking, getting our um,
0: relaxation, relaxation on. Bub, y'all don't be playing about them beach houses. We don't play. Y'all that. love a beach house. I love the beach. I, I, I know. I, I do too.
1: Yeah, man, it's, it's, I do too. It's so relaxing. And then to have a beach house, you wake up. I mean, literally on the beach. Yeah. You open, you know, it, it, it open up a, the windows. You don't need thing. no AC. You don't need nothing.
0: Yeah, and I love the sound of it. It's real relax. It's something about that water.
1: It. Oh man.
0: My mom say when the, when the waves come in and then when they go back out, it just takes some of that stress away from you.
1: That's what it felt like. Yeah, you know I mean? yeah. But, you know, I had to come back. You know, we had to get. We had e- to get problems. back to work. Yeah, we had to get back to work.
0: But while you was gone, it was so much popping up. I, I want to call you so bad and say, but we need to we need to do the show, man. But uh, I understand the anniversary comes first. So yeah, c- congratulations on Thank 17 you. years, brother. Thank you. Well. You know, we, we had a lot going on last week. Uh, of course, there was a big brouhaha about the selection committee for the college football playoffs. So we got Michigan, we got uh, we got we got we got uh, Alabama, we got Texas, and we got Washington. Florida State got snubbed. Matter of fact, two schools, if I'm not mistaken, jumped over them. So a lot of people in my state, our home state of Florida, are very upset. People are going at it. People have been debating on social media. People have been debating and arguing at the barbershop in person. Mm-hmm. It's a lot going on. So, so, bub, when you heard the news, um, you were you were on vacation, right? How did you feel about it?
1: Well, I didn't really feel a way about you know that particular playoff situation. My team is out. You okay, know, who's your team? Bethune Cookman College. Okay, Bethune that's Cookman the, University. You, you
0: just you just rolled straight HBCU. That's it. BCU. So that's we've been out. <laughs> Hashtag HBCU. Yeah, we, we've been out. We've been out. So my my school was out.
1: You know, you ain't I, worried about I'm it. I'm not worried about it. I do like college football. Right. You know, I don't watch sports that that much because it it takes up too much time for me. Right. But you're a busy man. Uh, yeah, we, we're, we're, I'm busy man. I'm busy. But one thing about college is I I love the the energy around the college, you know what I mean? But I did see in the what just about an hour ago, Florida Attorney General launched an investigation into that.
0: Wow. Yeah, she's
1: saying and it's on it's been reported on the hill. It says Florida Attorney General launches investigation into college football playoff committee decision making. And you yeah. Know, yeah, so I guess they want to get down and find out why Florida State is not in the
0: playoffs? Well, everybody knows why. Everybody knows they following the money. They want the best teams that's going to give them a good game for rating's sake. Right. They don't care anything about who the um, teams that deserve to go. It's not about deserving for them. For them, it's about the almighty dollar. And I think, if I'm not mistaken, Shannon Sharp said it best. O'Shea we call him. He said you can, you can call it the uh Alabama Invitational because every year Alabama's in it they're gonna put they're gonna put certain teams in and they're gonna always be there because it's a money thing okay so I think it's wrong I'm not saying that because just because I like Florida State I think it's wrong to skip over certain schools just because you want another school to be in there and, and it looks that way when a school from the SEC can lose a game. They can still leapfrog and jump a team who's undefeated, and that's just not right. Mm. If you're undefeated, you're undefeated. So, I I, I wish uh, Florida State the best. I didn't know that investigation. Thank you for that information, sir. Yes. And uh, I'm going to be checking that out myself and continuing to follow it. I, they're they're going to get to the bottom of it. Right. Here's the sad part, though. There's nothing really to be done because next year they're going to the 12-team playoffs. So, it is what it is, but um, Florida State... Thank you for I'm a Florida State fan. Thank you for giving us uh, a great year. And um I hope that things uh work out in your favor next year. So go knows, Hell Wildcats. That's what I say. That's right, Hell Wildcats. So we're moving on. Speaking of football, mm-hmm. um, did you uh see the game the other night between the Buffalo Bills and the Kansas City Chiefs?
1: Again, bro. I, I you you. He
0: was you was doing wow. your
1: okay. Let me just. It's let, our
0: anniversary. No, <laughs> you was doing your thing. No, no, no. We were back. We. I was back. Okay. We back.
1: It's it's just like football. So, let me just list, so you know about me. Break it down, bub. You know I do like football, right? I know you do, but I don't watch it. Okay. I don't watch it. Okay. If it's three hours long. Right? You ain't got time for I it. I don't have time. You watch the highlights. I watch the highlights. That's, that's exactly what I do.
0: Do you watch the highlights on YouTube or just wherever you can catch it? ESPN? Yeah, wherever
1: they come on at.
0: So you don't have time to sit down and watch the whole football game? Not at all. I mean... I don't either, mm-hmm. but there are certain games I make exceptions. Okay. okay. Certain, like, I'm going to watch uh, the rivalry game. Rivalry week is when I like to sit down and watch. Mm-hmm. Um, like, for example, I want to see the, the Celebration Bowl and I can't watch it. Uh, between FAMU and okay. Howard, I'm not going to be able to watch it. Why? Why not? I got a I got a DJ. Okay. I got a couple of gigs that I got to do. Okay. So, the, and it's during the time of the game. Okay. I was actually going to go to the game, mm-hmm. but. You know it's it's Christmas season, man. We gotta get that money, baby. We gotta do what we gotta do. Right. So I'm not gonna be able to watch it, but uh, shout out to Howard and shout out to fam you and everybody that's going to the ATL for the Celebration Bowl. I hope y'all enjoy it. But we're talking about pro football. We're talking about the Buffalo Bills and we're talking about the Kansas City Chiefs, mm-hmm. and something very interesting happened during the game. So let me give you the setup, bub. Let me All tell right. you what happened. It's like a minute twenty left in the game. Okay. The Bills are leading. Kansas City is driving. You I don't know if you know this but if if Pat Mahomes got the ball and they're driving at the end of the game, it's a good chance Kansas City going to win. The guy's great at comebacks. Okay. He's a uh, uh he's a um he's going definitely going to probably be in the Hall of Fame. He's already a Super Bowl champ. He's already uh um MVP of the league. Oh wow. So this man driving the team down the field and something incredible happens. Great play happens. Uh, Mahomes throws the ball to his tight end. The tight end is running. They grab him. They're about to tackle him, but He takes the ball and throws it back to one of his teammates who is trailing the play. Right. The teammate catches the ball, runs in for a touchdown. But this is where the plot thickens. They get the touchdown. People going crazy. It's being called back. It's being called back. Because one of the Kansas City Chiefs Lined up offsides mm. Okay mm-hmm. No touchdown The Bills go on to win the game No great comeback No touchdown for the Chiefs And then the camera pans over To Pat Mahomes And you would have thought Somebody walked up to him and said That's why your mama carrying a fake coach bag." <laughs> <laughs> he lost it He loses it okay. bro He goes ballistic He's having to be restrained. He throwing helmets. He hollering at the refs. I, I don't know. I, I was like, what happened to him? Because I've never seen a brother like this. Mm-hmm. So they they give him um, a moment to talk, of course, at the press conference. Matter of fact, let's roll a little bit of this press conference. Check out what he had to say. No, I mean, that, the thing is, I'd rather like, let, let us play, man. Like, let us play the game. And then whatever happens, happens. Like, the whole... Throwing the flag and deciding the game one or another—that—that—that's um, what hurts me. That's why, I, like last week, I didn't say anything because it's—it's letting us play, man. Let us let us go out there and win the game. And I said I'd rather them let us play and go out there and, and see who wins. I mean, that's what you want as a competitor—is you, you practice all week to go out there and try to win, and uh, you want it to be about the your team and that team and see what happens. You never want it to be—you don't want to be talking about this stuff after the game, um, and. And that, and that that's 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 it, man. I'm not worried about if there was a flag on the next player or whatever, like not a flag. It's I just wanna I wanna go out there and play and then see what happens at the end, see what the score is, and then and then then we can I can live with the results. So as you can see, wow. the brother whining, we yeah. yeah, let us play, come on, just let us why do you call that? Offensive offsides? Come on, man. But but wasn't they offsides? That's what I'm getting at. Okay. <laughs> I was very disappointed when I saw Pat Mahomes acting like that. Mm. First of all, how you was carrying on on the sidelines and to find out that that's why you were upset. And I I was kind of concerned because I'm like, is this what our leaders are turning into is our celebrities, our people who set an example. Now we know athletes aren't necessarily responsible for raising our kids, but thousands of kids watch this man play football, you know, Hundreds of thousands of kids, watch this man. And he basically was asking the NFL to overlook small things like that. Like, he was like, just let us play. That wasn't going to affect the play. But I'm like, bro, your man was off Clearly he was off-sides. And he was upset with the referees. And the coach even said something. And I'm like, if he was off-sides... I mean, it's y'all responsibility to line up correctly. Right. Um, the quarterback has an opportunity to say, hey, back up. And, and here's the thing that really ticked me off. Most of the time when you line up in football, the referees communicate to you and they tell you, hey, you need to back up. You can, as a wide receiver, because the, the wide receiver is the player that was offsides actually. Mm-hmm. As a wide receiver, when you get to the line, you can check in with the ref and ask him, are you lined up correctly? And they'll tell you. This guy didn't do it. Mm -hmm. And because of that, they suffered a loss. It was a great play. It it was one of the most exciting plays you're going to ever see. It was a catch. It was a pitch. The guy ran it in. It was great. It was unfortunate, but the rules are the rules. And it just bothered me to see Pat Mahomes carrying on like that. So you just asked the question, was he outside? Yes, he was. Mm -hmm. But um, are you noticing that with a lot of people these days, they just don't want to follow the rules? Oh, man when you said the
1: rules are the rules, that sums it up totally <laughs> right. because nowadays the, it, the rules, people want the rules to be overlooked. And sounds like that's what he they wanted They want people do. to make exceptions. Yeah. 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 And then like I had to look look up Patrick Mahone to see like, you know, they said that was out of character for him and for him to act that way. I know it like threw a lot of people off, but if you look at society today, there's no, you know, we don't want to be held accountable for mistakes that we have made. Yeah. And, you know, that's a problem, you know. Big problem.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, it seems, and I don't want to just put it on uh, the younger generation. You know, we, we always no. like to say that's the young people, but no. It's people of all ages that don't want to, they don't want to follow the rules. Right. They want to break the law and then don't want to be held accountable. And that's basically what Mahomes was asking to do. Like, just let us play. Mm. And he was whining. I'm like, bro, what are you whining about? Yeah. I was like, this is what you was carrying on about? I thought, honestly, I thought somebody tried to fight him or something. Wow. On the sideline. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, sometimes teams get into it with, it, with themselves, They you know, right. on the sidelines. But, no, it was about him being mad about the ref making the call. Yeah. so we, all... want the, we want the refs to <laughs> make calls. Doing we, the job. We want them to do their job. But when they do it, now you don't want it because y'all actually scored.
1: Mm.
0: Would you have been acting that way if y'all wouldn't have scored that touchdown? Probably I doubt, not. I doubt it. So, You know, when it comes to that kind of stuff, I'm going to just say to the people out there listening out there, listen, y'all, rules are rules, and they're meant to be followed because if we don't have rules, we have chaos. So Pat Mahomes, good luck to you, my brother, in the future. It don't matter anyway because the 49ers was going to beat y'all regardless. So, that's going to be the Super Bowl champ. <laughs> I'm sticking with my story, bub. You heard it here on the Z-Files first. The 49ers are going to win All the Super right. Bowl this year. I'm, 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 I'm That's my story and I'm sticking to it. All right. All right. You heard it. All right. So, Our last story that we want to talk about before we close out the show um, is very interesting to me and it really bothered me. I was just doing some casual reading. I like to read and I came across a story. I never really knew this. I kind of had my suspicions about it, but I always thought that uh, this is dealing with a music group. I always thought that this group just wanted to go their separate ways and do their own things. Mm -hmm. Um, Hall and Oates, Daryl Hall, And John Oates, for those of you who may not know, Daryl Hall is the taller one with the blonde hair, the lead singer. Um, Oates was the short guy on the guitar and playing all the instruments. He never really talked. I never even really heard him talk. No, not really. Um, But super dope group. Um, One of my childhood groups coming up. How you like Hall and Oates, bud?
1: Bruh. I had the Hall & Oates tape. So that, that was my group. That was my group. Of course, here in Orlando, we didn't have like radio stations that played right. too many other types of you know, songs. right. So I don't know, like BJ 105, they, they jammed that song. Y-106, you know, stations yeah. like that. We had to 7. To. Yeah, 106.7. Yeah, those are the stations that we had to listen to and right. they played Daryl Hall and John Oaks. and yeah, that was my,
0: that was my group. Listen, Hall & Oates is to me... And I know people like to throw in the black and white thing. Listen, if we if we want to talk about um, white groups, they're one of my favorite. Yes. But they're one of my favorite groups, bar none. Period. I mean, period. We talk about Out of Touch, Out of Time. Mm. We talk about Man Eater. Yep. We talk about my favorite song is I Can't Go For That. Oh, man. Okay. Then you got one on one, one of the baddest slow jams I ever heard. Yep. Hall and Oats is a great group. Private Eyes are watching you. I can't say, but y'all know. Mm-hmm. If you if you know about Hall and Oats, you know about Hall and Oats. Well, they're having legal problems right now. Um, the music group Hall and Oats is going at it basically, and um, Daryl Hall accuses John Oats of the ultimate partnership betrayal. And he says he was planning to sell joint venture projects without his permission. Mm. So Hall was like, and I knew um, Hall, he had that um, some kind of show where they're in the shed and he had different guests come in. My favorite was when they had CeeLo Green in there. But he was bringing in different people and they were doing covers. They were also doing some Hall & Oates songs. He was doing songs, but um, I was like, okay, he doing his thing. I wonder what what Oates, John Oates is doing. And we found out that um, Darrell Hall is saying that this man basically trying to sell everything to get money for it without his permission. So they're going at it. The, the case is taking place in Nashville, Tennessee, and some of their joint ventures or their um, revenues that are coming in are from record royalties, uh, trademarks, uh, name and likeness rights, and social media assets. So they had to take out... Um, uh, They've uh, apparently been going at it so bad, the judge has a temporary restraining order. They can't be around each other. Yeah. None of that. And uh, Oates says that he's disappointed in these inflammatory, uh, outlandish, and inaccurate accusations. He says he's trying to en- enhance their business par- partnership. And so um, I was kind of hurt to hear that because I'm like, hauling oats, cutting up? Right. Not hauling Oates. But it appears they do, and it started making me think, why? What causes great groups to break up? It, it's happened. But what's some of the groups you know that that you like, man, they should have never broke up. Well, New Edition, you know when um. But they 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 got back together. Yeah,
1: they got back together, but it was this ego thing going on, and they what formed Bell BBD. BBD. Well,
0: I think it was this problem with Bobby. Mm-hmm. If you watch their um um not documentary, what they call it.
1: Um, yeah, the little miniseries. that movie that they
0: did. Uh, Bobby definitely wanted to go solo. He mm-hmm. felt that he was the man. Uh, kind of similar to the Temptations with exactly. David. Exactly, that
1: was my next my next group. I was gonna
0: So say. so so they broke up, but back to BB. I mean, yeah, BBD. Um, they broke off. Bobby went solo. Right. Ralph had a solo project. Um, 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 and then of course Bill Bell, vote But then a beautiful thing happened. They got back together, right. and they have a residency now. In uh, Las Vegas, if I'm not mistaken. So shout outs to BBD. They just came off tour, actually. A successful tour. Yeah. So um, shout out to New Edition yeah. for getting back together and doing their thing. New Edition is a great group. And you said the Temptations. The temptations, yeah. I think there were like two, maybe even three different Temptations groups. I know there were two out touring at one time, at one point. Correct. Fighting Like Cats and Dogs. Mm. What about the Supremes? Yeah, all of those great groups. Supremes broke up. Um um uh, uh who else? I'm thinking I'm trying to think of some good groups. Outcast. Outcast, kinda, yeah. You can say that. They never fell out, but no. they just stopped.
1: Right. The fat boys, I think, did the
0: same thing. What is it? First the fat boys break up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, you know, how you know, you see some groups and you you wonder, how could they ever break up? Like it breaks my heart. Yeah. Um I'm going to tell you a group that didn't break up, though. That's still doing business. They, they hung in there together. They still touring. And they still show each other much love. Wu-Tang, baby. That's right. Yeah. Wu-Tang Clan. They stayed together. Um, what's some other groups that, that that stood the test of time, Bub? You can think of a couple. Man, yeah, I'm thinking now. I mean. Bruh, even Frankie Beverly and Mays oh, not together man. no more. They're not together? I think um, Frankie has another group playing for him, mm-hmm. and Maze changed their name to a different name, and they're out touring. I can't think of the name right now, but we'll talk about that maybe on another show. But they're not together anymore. Well, Earth, Wind, and Fire is still together, right? Earth, Wind, and Fire—they still together. Yeah. Uh, 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 Cameo, yeah, Cameo is still together. Mm-hmm. Uh, Confunction. Mm. you know. And then you have some groups—the older groups—they have people that pass away. And they'll bring another member in, but some of these groups just fell off. They just don't deal with each other no more, and I think it's really sad. Yeah, so
1: even the Ghetto Boys, um, Willie D and Scarface, got some. some they going still on.
0: got friction. Yeah, they they, they they talk sometimes and they be on shows together, mm-hmm. but they argue all the
1: time. Yeah, um, about a performance, I guess. Uh, Mind playing tricks on them. One of them performed the song, and I guess. Didn't let the
0: other know or something yeah, like that. Yeah, uh uh Scarface, when they did a, a hip hop tribute and okay. they called the, for the ghetto boys, Scarface did. He was there, he went and did the performance by himself. Right. And then, you know, Bushwick Bill already has passed on, God rest his soul. But he did. He didn't um he didn't tell Willie D about it. Yeah. And Willie D hot, and and rightfully so. You can't have the ghetto boys without Willie D.
1: Exactly.
0: That ain't right. That ain't cool. I'm trying to think of a couple more. Uh, but, you know, um, music, I think it's music and the business of music that does that. So um, that's all I have on that. But holy knows, y'all work that thing out, man. Y'all... They got a lot of good music. They got like six Grammys, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, award-winning group, man. Um, they've 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 conquered a lot. They've toured, had some great music over the years, and it's just sad to see that they're going at it like that. So, Hall yeah. and Notes, if you're watching this, if you see this, y'all pray about that thing and get back together. We miss y'all, man. I would love to see Hall and Notes. That's a residency for Vegas.
1: Oh, most definitely.
0: I would love to see them. I would love to go see them. So, know, y'all get this thing back together, go to Vegas, get a residency, make some money, get back together, and money solves a lot of issues. Money.
1: Well, it, it kind of, but if, if it's some And it breaks
0: like, breaks up a lot, it, too. It does.
1: But even if even when you take money out of the equation, sometimes people just don't get along. They just it, fall off. They just fall out. I mean, they've been in, what, since the 70s, they've been a group? Yeah. That's a long time. That you is. You know what I mean? So, sometimes people just- you know, people change. You know, one thing I was watching, um, what I was watching, uh, something online, and Little Bootsy was on there. Oh, it was the Breakfast Club. Okay. And he said that, um, you know, about change and how sometimes you got to let people go. Yeah. And he said that those same people on the monkey bars are not the same, you know, nowadays. They've changed. They've changed,
0: they've changed. yeah. The person that was with you on the teeter tot. Yeah, they've exactly. changed. Yeah, they've changed. But sometimes it changed for the good. Like, I don't know, but we've been knowing each other since we was kids, mm-hmm. and we didn't see each other or talk to each other for a while. Not because of anything; it's just simply because you you moved to another state. Correct. I ain't know what you was doing or what you had going on, but we lost connection with each other. Right now, we back and we are two different people.
1: Exactly.
0: We've changed from that time, but it's good to be back. So I'm I'm glad we still working together and, and still friends, Bob. Amen. Me too. I love you, man. I love you too. Buddy. All right, so. That's all we have. Now, we're going to get into our HBCU Spotlight of the Week. Before we go, we want to give a shout-out to a team that's down in South Florida, down in Miami, 305. That's right. Their colors are blue and orange, and their mascot is the Lions. That's right. I'm talking about none other than Florida Memorial University. FMU, you are our HBCU Spotlight of the Week. Florida Memorial University is a private co-educational institution with the distinction of being one of the oldest academic centers in the state and the only historically black university in South Florida. In 1879, members of the Bethlehem Baptist Association founded the school, then called Florida Baptist Institute, and they were located in Live Oak, Florida. They wanted to create an instructional institution for their ministers and the children. Amid racial tensions, the president, Reverend Matthew Gilbert, moved and took the school to Jacksonville, Florida, where he founded the Florida Baptist Academy in the basement of Bethel Baptist Church with Sarah Ann Blocker as the main instructor. Florida Memorial University of today is ascending to an excellence and stands in a position of great promise. Now a world-class institution, FMU offers undergraduate and graduate programs in high-demand fields that prepare students for successful careers in the global marketplace. In fact, Florida Memorial graduates and enjoys the six highest starting salaries in the state. Florida Memorial University, you are our HBCU Spotlight of the Week. All right, folks, so that's all of our time We hope you were entertained, educated, and informed We hope you enjoyed the show Please, stick around Next week, we got a very special edition coming in It's the final show for this season And uh, I'm not going to tell you much more about it Until we start promoting for it But you want to stick around for it We got a special uh, tribute coming up for our final show and on behalf of the Boss Move Studios and my producer Bub, this has been the Z-Files. Thanks for joining us. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. And if you want to contribute to the show, please join us on Cash App for a small donation, if you will, at dollar sign Rod Zigger Thank you. God bless. We'll see you next week.